Star Wars 7x7, episode 1436. Today, an update on Jon Favreau's live-action TV series and the Disney streaming service that will be carrying it. Punch it, Chewy. I'm Amy Rackwith with Lattes with Leia, and you're listening to Star Wars 7x7, the only daily Star Wars podcast. Hey Rebel Rouser, I'm Alan Voivod, and this is Star Wars 7x7. So, the Disney streaming service, that is scheduled to launch in late 2019, so we're still a year and change away from it, and probably, hopefully, at least from a Star Wars perspective, they're going to give it a little bit of space away from Episode 9, so hopefully they launch in the early fall, not the late fall, because technically speaking, Episode 9 will be coming out late fall, probably like five days-ish or so before winter actually happens, but enough about the seasons and whatnot. Anyway, so the Disney streaming service, we still don't necessarily have any new details except for the fact that Disney, Pixar, Star Wars, and Marvel will be the brands anchoring the content. And as far as the Fox deal goes, the fact that, the fact that Disney is trying to buy Fox and get all of their assets, which would include, of course, some Marvel assets. Well, that's not going to play into anything, but they did say, at least there was an interview with Bob Iger where he said as part of the deal where they're hoping to acquire Fox, that they would also end up acquiring 60% of the interest in Hulu, which is the TV streaming service. They do movies, of course, as well, and they have original content too. And... Bob Iger says that Fox content would actually be kind of feeding what's happening over on Hulu, like original programming, not that it would be exclusively a Fox product that would be driving some of the new stuff and some of the highlighted stuff on Hulu or anything like that, but just that it would be a significant part thereof. Now, what we also know, or at least what we have sort of been given a hint and intimation of is that some of the things that are on services like, say, Netflix, for example, are going to start moving away from Netflix and heading over toward the Disney streaming service. So if you've been trying to watch things like The Clone Wars, say, for example, on Netflix, well, hey, better get through the series as quick as you can <laughs> while you still have it. I guess it'll be available in the Disney series or streaming service anyway, so, eh, you know, maybe it's six of one, half a dozen of the other to you, but, you know, just in case you're concerned, it might be a good time to start binge-watching it just in case. Now, as far as Star Wars itself goes, and the series that is going to be launched by Jon Favreau on this new streaming product, well... There are a few things that we know about it, and, you know, it's not a lot, but it's enough to be intriguing. We know that it's going to be all new characters. We know that it's going to be set within an existing timeline in the Star Wars universe, but as far as who those characters are, what they're going to be up to, where in the galaxy this is going to be taking place, we don't necessarily know. The when, however, we actually do know. According to John Favreau, it's going to take place seven years after the Battle of Yavin. So now you start have to do having to do some math. Seven years after the Battle of Yavin makes it three years after Return of the Jedi. And so now you can start to piece this together a little bit. That means it's two years after the Battle of Jakku that resulted in the Galactic Concordance, where the Empire officially surrendered. And that would also mean that 
If it's two years after that, then little Ben Solo is two years old at the time that this series kicks off. And though I have not gotten into Last Shot, which is the collection, I mean, it's technically a novel, but since it takes place in a couple of different timelines, it's almost like a collection of novellas in a way, sort of in a way, but not necessarily in a way. Anyway, it actually sounds like it's taking place just a little bit before the events in Last Shot that take place at the far end of the timeline, because Little Ben Solo is about two and a half years old when Last Shot takes place, or as certain elements of Last Shot take place. And John Favreau has been Actually, a lot harder at work on this than any of us might have realized. When he pitched the idea to Lucasfilm, he said that he actually had a number of scripts already developed for the show, four of them in fact, and that that was something he included as part of his pitch. So, you know, we thought that he had been significantly hard at work on things like, say, the Lion King live-action remake that's happening and coming soon, but... I guess not so hard at work that he didn't have time to knock out a couple of (laughs) scripts for a Star Wars series. So you imagine that he's got this stuff running in his brain and that, you know, it's just, it's nonstop. Basically, you just can't help but think of these ideas. And so even though he is wrapping this up, he's starting to get the trains running for whatever this new Star Wars live action series is that's happening in the fall of 2019, most likely. And that is going to do it for my update on Jon Favreau and the Star Wars live action series coming to the Disney streaming service in the fall of 2019. I'm going to take a quick break and then we will do last Jedi trivia when I return. Stay tuned. Hey Rebel Rouser. No sponsor on this episode today, so I just have a favor to ask instead. If you haven't done so already, please consider leaving a review for Star Wars 7x7 on your favorite podcast app. Not just a star rating, although I will say we are personally very proud of our near-unanimous five-star rating on iTunes. No, I just mean a thoughtful sentence or two about what you like about the podcast, or how happy you are that it's part of your daily routine. And more reviews means better visibility, which means more people get to share in a daily dose of Star Wars joy, and you want that, don't you? Of course you do. So please leave a review on your favorite podcast app today. I thank you, and the Star Wars 7x7 podcast thanks you. Welcome back. Last time I asked you about the soundless word that Captain Kennedy of the First Order was screaming while we were waiting for that dramatic moment with Paige, Tico, and the bomb remote control to resolve itself. He was yelling one word, and I asked you what it was, and the word is fire. Today's question for you, how many times does the remote control bounce off something before it gets down to where Paige is laying on that little gantry catwalk thing? And that is going to do it for today's podcast. Thank you so much for listening, as always, and may the Force be with you wherever in the world you may be. Thanks for listening to another episode of Star Wars 7x7. And hey, before you impersonate a deity, check out SW7x7.com for show notes, links, photos, videos, and more. And if the show's been worth your time, please support us at Patreon.com SW7x7. It's not against your programming, it's Destiny Unleashed.
This podcast is not endorsed or sponsored yet by Lucasfilm Limited, Disney, or 20th Century Fox, and is intended for entertainment and information purposes only. Star Wars, the Star Wars logo, all names and pictures of Star Wars characters, vehicles, and any other Star Wars-related items are registered trademarks and or copyrights of Lucasfilm Limited or their respective trademark and copyright holders. May the force be with them. All original content is copyright 2018, Star Wars 7x7. We hope you love it.